From Washington, this is the CQ Budget Podcast, your leading Capitol Hill source on how Congress allocates federal taxpayer dollars. I'm David Lerman, your budget tracker and editor of the CQ Budget Newsletter. And joining me today is Doug Sword, who covers tax policy for CQ Roll Call. Thanks for being here again, Doug. Hi, David. Thanks for having me here. And we wanted to talk about taxes today because there's been talk for months about plans for a year-end package that would extend about 30 popular tax breaks that have either expired or are about to expire. And if something's going to happen, it's got to happen soon because there are only three weeks left before the Christmas recess. So, Doug, what's the outlook for a tax deal now? Well, well, you're right. There has been talk for months about a whole lot of bills that the the House Democrats have put out through Ways and Means. Um, But until like three weeks ago, I would have said not much of a prospect. Um, Uh Maybe just a tax extender package if Republicans were willing to put a little something in it for Democrats. But the Thursday before Thanksgiving... um, uh, Senate Finance Chairman Charles Grassley told a couple of reporters that uh, uh, he had met with House Ways and Means Chairman Richard Neal the day before, and it had been a very productive meeting, and he now felt that there could be a deal, although he wouldn't go into what the specifics would be. So he's to, sounding hopeful now. He's sounding hopeful. That, that was two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, he's sounding hopeful um, uh, without being specific about what out of all of this tax legislation could possibly go into a bill. Yeah. Yeah. He has bitten on that question before and said maybe an earned income tax credit uh, expansion uh, for single filers only, not not for uh, uh, people with children who already have a, uh, a much larger uh, uh, mm-hmm. credit. There was support for that in its caucus, and that has been a dream of Richie Neal's for some time to get uh, an expansion for single filers. That's certainly a priority for Democrats. Yeah. That is a priority for Democrats. But there's a large universe of, of possibilities out there. Um, uh, one of the more interesting ones, I think, is uh, uh, Democrats put out their um, uh, energy tax credit bill uh, two weeks ago, which had like more than 20 different provisions for um, uh, largely renewable energy, like uh, uh, extending tax benefits that oil and gas companies now get to renewable energy companies or expanding the credit for uh, the tax credit people get when they buy an electric vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, that apparently might be on the table as well. Um, it didn't hurt that Neil and uh, one of his lieutenants, uh, Representative Mike Thompson, who's the chairman of this subcommittee, uh, had added to that bill uh, a biodiesel tax credit, which was first written by Charles Grassley. And uh, he has had multiple press conferences this year urging uh, the, the renewal of this expired biodiesel tax credit that um, um, well there's one there's one company in in Iowa that says if this tax credit were renewed um, uh, and then expired at the end of 2017, they would get an immediate immediate three hundred million dollars from it. It's big money. Uh, it's big money. For, yeah, particularly for Grassley, the Iowa Republican. Uh, yeah, he really likes that tax yeah. credit. And Democrats in the House are aware. Right. Of his attachment to that tax credit. But, Doug, correct me if I'm wrong, because it seems to me that the basic divide here has been House Democrats trying to push for some big things. Some very big things. Right. And then whereas Grassley and the Senate Republicans were more looking to just have a limited package of extended breaks, is that the basic dispute? Over- yes, yes. And uh, and Senate Democrats have joined in that. Yeah, uh, uh, Ron Wyden, who is the ranking member of uh, Senate Finance, has joined his chairman, Senator Grassley, and in, 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 in uh, complaining that House Democrats 
are asking that these extenders, which typically cost about, as a package, about $10 billion a year, uh, uh, House Democrats want those paid for before they will pass them. And, and, uh, and Grassley and Wyden have both pointed out that in the past they've been extended year after year without any offset. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there, is, there is this appetite for them definitely in the Senate. And there's appetite in the House as well. Uh, there's, there's 30 tax breaks in there. There's something for everybody. And, and you know, people in Congress love it when there's something for everybody. Uh, yeah, but, but of course the devil's in the details. Devil's in the details, and uh, and Democrats want House Democrats want something in exchange. Now they've been asking for this earned income tax credit, um, and possibly uh, uh, making the, the child tax credit fully refundable. Um, it isn't. You have to have two thousand dollars. You have to have a two thousand dollar tax bill to to get the, the full credit advantage. And if you don't earn that much money and don't owe two thousand taxes, you you. you wind up maxing out at like $1,400. So this would make $2,000 available for everybody, no matter their their income, their tax Right, right. And it adds up. It's estimated to be, for two years, $50 billion. So it's big money. It's big money. Um, And and at the same time... So if they have to start paying for this stuff, that's going to be a hard hard pill to swallow. And it's pointed out that that Democrats have used these same uh, offsets in different bills. And, And... like Majority Leader Steny Hoyer said, we'll arrive at a package of offsets once we know what the Senate's going to take up. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, they they will not say the magical phrase "corporate tax rate increase," which is what some Democrats on the House Ways and Means say will be their their offset. Uh, but that would be a problem because there's no be way Republicans problem. are going to support that, right? They just lowered the corporate tax rate from 35 to 21, 35 percent to 21 percent. Yeah. It was a big cut. So the question is, could they raise it a little bit? And every 1% you increase it is another $100 billion. Is there any sign that Republicans are amenable to something like that? It doesn't seem no, like it. No, it doesn't yeah. seem like it. But they, they didn't seem amenable to uh, anything more than tax extenders and some technical corrections. <laughs> Basically, Republicans have been saying that Neil is asking for too much in exchange for tax extenders, mm-hmm. which they say it's always been bipartisan anyway. Why are we giving up stuff for that? Um, at the same time, Democrats complain that, 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 that Republicans are giving them absolutely no, nothing for the, the technical corrections that they've been sprinkling in some of the bills. Um, and some of these technical corrections, and uh, if there, were, there were basically 80 errors in the 2017 tax code overhaul. And uh, uh, three of those in particular were kind of embarrassing. Uh, and uh, Republicans would really like to get them fixed. And Neil has you know, dangled them and put one in he, – he put the, the, the Gold Star family uh, fix into the uh, a big retirement security bill. Uh, the 2017 bill had inadvertently raised taxes on inclu- – one group included with higher taxes would be uh, uh, children in, in Gold Star families where, where a parent had been killed in, tax, in, in, uh, in combat and, they, and they, they get a much higher tax rate on that benefit than – was intended. So there's all that. And then, Doug, you had a, a nice, interesting story uh, this just last month that suggested a new urgency to get something, some tax package going, because you found uh, a major hit the Treasury would have to take if, if nothing gets corrected. Tell us about this butane issue. That, that uh, Well, there's one, one of the tax extenders is the alternative uh, uh, energy tax credit. Uh, which had been like a $500 million a year kind of credit. Uh, And it was meant largely for renewable kind of 
uh, fuels. Uh, the refining industry discovered that, um, that butane seemed to fit the definition of an alternative uh, fuel. Uh, and started putting in applications for, they started amending their, their, their quarterly tax statements to the IRS saying, oh, you know, we use such and such amount of butane and we should get this, I believe it's a 50 cent a gallon credit. And, and Congress never intended butane, I assume, to be part of a... That's a, certainly what some members say. Renewable that they, fuels. They never of. meant for it to be part of that. And based upon the past estimates out of the Joint Committee on Taxation that the credit would cost $500 million uh, a year, uh, which increased once JCT acknowledged the butane exposure to $7 billion for a, a two-year extension of this credit. Um, uh, and just uh, two weeks ago, JCT sent a, a new estimate to, uh, uh, to the two tax writing committees that they were now estimating uh, the, the butane, it's a butane and propane hit, could be $50 billion. And $50 billion is enough to upend the negotiations. $50 billion is 50 huge. Billion. That's all of a sudden a huge increase. Especially one that was thought to be $7 billion. Well, it's thought to be $7 billion last December. Then they increased to like 10 to 18 over the summer, and now it's 50 And so it could grow further. So it's, it's been skyrocketing. And it all depends on there, – there's, there's at least three cases that refineries have brought in federal courts uh, uh, saying that they, they deserve this, uh, this credit. And, uh, uh, and if uh, the IRS starts losing those cases, that's a problem. So that, you would think, would give lawmakers incentive to try to fix that alternative fuels credit, right? Right. Within um, the, the, the House uh, Ways and Means uh, passed bill on tax extenders is a provision that, um, that remo specifically removes certain fuels, including butane, from, uh, from being eligible for this credit. And it retroactively directs the IRS not to pay for past um, use of butane as an alternative fuel. Okay, so that correction is in the works if they can get something passed. And if it's constitutional, which Kevin Brady, the ranking member on House Ways uh, and Means, says retroactive tax increases are unconstitutional. So that could be a problem, too. It could be, too. Okay, so that's an interesting little wrinkle that we have um, that right. could spur some action. On top of that, we have we have SALT, which is the state and local, uh, local tax uh, deduction that um, uh, the 2017 Tax Act had, had capped uh, how much you could write off on your state and local taxes uh, uh, yeah. uh, at ten thousand dollars? That's been a huge priority for Democrats. Huge priority for Democrats is to lift that to lift that cap, right? Yes, they uh, they, they they point out it. It's 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 the the oldest tax deduction out there, and that the complaint is that um, uh, it hits high tax states the hardest, and basically coastal states for the most part, yeah. which are blue states, which are yeah. Democratic states. And the complaints that, that you get from Democrats is that Republicans targeted um, uh, uh, Democratic states or punished Democratic states for, for not voting for, uh, for President Trump. Yeah, we should remind people this goes back to the 2017 tax code overhaul that Republicans A lot of it passed, does. where they, for the first time, put this $10,000 cap on how right. much you can deduct in state and local taxes. And Democrats see that as an unfair hit on high tax states. And Republicans represent. Republicans see it as, as an opportunity to to jump on Democrats for wanting to restore a tax break uh, that would uh, that restoration would mainly benefit uh, the wealthy. Right. So there, and and then the, then the other question is how do you pay for this, right? 
Yeah, it's something like seven hundred billion over ten years, so it's a big one. Now, supposedly, the, the 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 tax bill, the salt bill that will be be coming out of uh, House Ways and Means uh, uh, subcommittee uh, deliberations will be a um, uh, maybe a two or three year um, removal lifting, lifting mm-hmm. of that ten thousand, then goes back in place. So, uh, in an effort to limit the cost of this, then. Yeah. Uh, although a lot of Democrats are saying that, that, that there's still discussion going on about how this would be paid for. Yeah. Uh, one of the, one of them. Could this be part of a urine tax package? This seems like too big of a. This uh, seems like a big reach. It as yeah. as does the uh, the multi-employer uh, uh, rescue plan the, or bailout plan, depending on who you talk to. Uh, we we have a, a, a union pension plans. Uh, there are an awful lot of them that are uh, on the verge of going under, and there's a House passed bill that would cost. Upwards of seventy billion dollars that would uh, that would um, uh, more or less rescue them, and so that that's that one seems like a reach too. Although Grassley recently came out with his version of that, which doesn't include as much as much grants as a slim, opposed a slim as down opposed, rescue plan. Yes, so that could be part of a year impact, but we we really don't probably know. not. It, okay. it seems like a reach, as does Social Security, which supposedly uh, big Social Security bills still might be marked up. This year yet, but that that would seem unlikely to yeah. go into anything. And the salt thing sounds too big to me to be part of it. The does uh, I mean the tax extenders, the EITC, maybe some of the energy tax credits, maybe some technical corrections. Those all seem uh, easier reaches than uh, than, uh, than 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 salt the the union pension plans yeah. and social security for sure. And, of course, whether anything gets done is, is still an open question, and we don't know with three weeks left whether they'll have the time to process this stuff and get it through both chambers. There was talk, I guess, of, of, of attaching this, of course. This is the old tried-and-true method of mm-hmm. attaching it to must-pass legislation, right. which would be funding the government. Well, and that, that's Is been that the, still the game plan? There is one tax bill that, that got out of the House on a 417-to-3 vote. It's like a $16 billion package of retirement savings uh, um, um, Incentives? Incentives. Uh, because there's recognition, both parties saying we, we have a retirement savings problem, that way too many people are relying only on Social Security, which just doesn't pay enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that bill sailed through the House, and it also had that gold star fix in it as an inducement. Mm-hmm. But it's been held up in the Senate for six months, and uh, the the talk has always been that will be— uh, the vehicle for for something bigger. That the four corners, no, no. That the oh. four four corners and the White House have agreed that that can go, that can be attached to a year-end bill. Now, whether this other stuff can be attached to a year-end bill, who knows? The, the retirement savings thing seems to be first in line. Okay. Well, there's a lot hanging in the balance here for a year-end deal if if one comes together. So we'll see how far lawmakers get in crafting that package uh, before time runs out. Yes. Okay. Well, that does it for us today. If you have any questions or comments about our podcast, we'd love to hear from you. You can drop us an email at cqpodcast at cqrollcall.com. The CQ Budget Podcast is produced by CQ Roll Call, a leader in nonpartisan political and policy news and analysis for more than 70 years. CQ Roll Call is part of Fiscal Note, a global technology and media company. My thanks again to Doug Sword, our tax policy reporter, for joining me. Thanks, Doug. Uh, my, my pleasure, David. And thank you all for listening. I'm David Lerman, your budget tracker. We'll be back next week. Until then, you can stay up to date by subscribing to the CQ Budget newsletter. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. 
You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, NPR One, or just Google the phrase CQ Budget Podcast. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>